This NFL Week 13 Picks Edition of the Sports Gaming Podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com. Use code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Factor Meals. Head to factormeals.com slash SGPN fifty and use code SGPN fifty to get fifty percent off. Hey, it's Peyton Manning, and you're listening to SGPN. Let's ride. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Week 13, a lot of buys this this week. Really? Yeah, you know, when we were doing the best ball, this was one of those weeks we were trying to maybe build the uh the weekly uh, winners around. Uh yeah, six teams taking the week off. Third week, th- come on, NFL. We don't need bye weeks. Week thirteen. Let's consolidate. Yeah, there were no last week. Why not break it up a little bit? I mean, what's the TV situation look like? I haven't even. What do we? It's not horrible. Okay, well, uh, it's not horrible. I mean, we're we're dealing with uh, God's eye perfection. Seven games in oh, the early window, funny. but you have that three game late. I uh, we can get to four. We can do six and four. I just I, I don't understand what the we have AI now. Maybe we yes we have artificial intelligence. We are ready to go, and uh, you know, a couple big games this week. Oh, a couple. I couple mean, we got games. we got a ton of uh, big games. We got a lot going on. Of course, we got our Veasan show Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific. Veasan.com or watch on YouTube TV if you have YouTube TV. Which I don't. know. How are you watching the show if you don't have YouTube TV? Because it's got the Sunday ticket, so you got to have it. Just type in. Sports gambling podcast, hit record, get your visa in over there. We're bringing back SGPN Idol. So uh, find the tweet Ooh. over at Gambling Podcast. Yo respond dog. to it with your video of you picking a game, uh, and we'll play our favorite ones, aka SGPN Idol. Sean's uh, Paula and Simon. I'm Randy. <laughs> Wait, Paula, and you can't be Paula and Simon because one was super positive and one was super negative. I mean, I do, you know, Paula did get into the pills. She did like to get sloppy. So I, I could, I, I respect your commitment to the sauce, but Simon was the mean one. I feel like uh, if anything, you're, you're maybe the mean one, right? What do you mean? Oh, I just sit there and say, yo dog, <laughs> little pitchy dog. We also will be having a dog segment. So Randy Jackson yes. would be very excited. Lots of dogs. Own. And of dog. course, yeah, dogs picking dogs, all that on the VEASAN segment. And of course, update the second chance survivor brought to you by uh, Corey Pinkston and barking dog properties They're down to 94 entries, Ryan, 94 entries. It was free to enter $3,000 up for grabs, hot take sweaty week. Yeah. I mean, this, this is really where the rubber hits the road as far as uh, NFL survivor. I mean, if you're still alive in circa millions, God bless you. But 
even our second chance survivor, there's not a ton of uh, easy options here. I mean, do you feel safe taking the Chargers? No. Six point favorites. Do you feel take safe taking the Chiefs? No. The Jaguars, the Cowboys. Like I, I think. I mean, we saw a ton of chalk hit uh, last week. I think the dogs could be barking a little bit here. This is a tough week. I, I think. Now, Dolphins are maybe an easy one, but of course, uh, Commanders you know, fired Del Rito. Maybe they get up for that game. I actually might go. Uh, hmm. Can I can I share something? Sure. I I would say this week thirteen of the NFL season, I have listened to the fewest voices of the season in terms of oh, influence okay. because I look at this card and it's just a lot of situations, a lot of situations, and a lot of bet against teams. Hmm. That's what the NFL's come to. Yes, injuries has completely railroaded everything, and I may have to. I, I may have lied to the audience a couple of weeks ago about my Falcons. I, I may be back to, to tease that. <laughs> they are. They are. They do control their own destiny in the NFC South. And and uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't. It, it's a tough. It's a tough week. Do you want to know what the flow chart told us? Oh, okay. What we would have picked if we were still alive <laughs> in Survivor. What we would have had Pittsburgh. All right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, sir. That could be a great spot for the Steelers. How did we wait so long to get our Steelers? Go? I mean, we considering love the we pick them every single week, and they they everyone makes fun of me. All you all you do is ever pick the Steelers. Yeah, but they're seven and four against the spread. I, I, they I, I don't know what it is. They're the mispriced darling, and even a couple of those ADS losses. It's not like they were out of that game. Like they were. I, I'm trying to remember all of them, but they they were in the mix of all of those. There, there were a couple they they were not in the mix, but like game one, yeah, game one. Actually, game, you're game right. Forty ers Game really two comes to mind too with the Browns. No, they won that one. Oh wait, what am I? Th- oh, I'm thinking of game one then. Yeah, game the one. They nine, got the Niners, Niners rolled them right. Uh, uh, you go ahead. Oh well, I was just gonna get to the chat. We were talking about it in the oh, office. Oh, then let me transition because sure. you're talking Survivor, and I told okay. everyone I was gonna tell. Uh, of course, everyone knows I love uh, Thanksgiving. I love football, and I love uh, getting love off the grid. Watching it, yes, I love getting it all at once when I come back on the grid. Uh, which well, and I found out you were actually in an enclosed structure. Right? I, w- I, I mean, I whole time I thought you were out there roughing it. And now well, you're pulling some uh, Benedict Danting. Oh, we were in a cabin the entire time. Uh, still off the grid. There, there were walls involved. Uh, Sorry, there's a lean to. What are we talking? There was a little bit of a capitulation to the lady, <laughs> to the fe- the females, in terms of maybe not wanting to sleep in 29 degree weather again yes. this Thanksgiving. Okay. I, I enjoy it. I, who knew that it wasn't uh, great for everyone? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, out off the grid. And uh, if you don't know me uh, personally, you wouldn't know, but I have a, a really badass truck that mm. uh, enjoys going off roading. It loves oh, to eat yes, dirt. Oh yes, you never got to this one. And uh, Joshua Tree is is quite a crowded place. But if you if you take the time to get off the grid, uh, you know, get off the beaten path, you can really find some cool shit. So we are doing some off roading. Found some cool trails. Wanted to kind of make a whole day of it, and we we did this kind of like basically off-road trail through the entire park, get lost towards the end of it, lose our way. Sun's coming down. I have this moment where I'm like this last stretch about 17 miles, like down out of the mountain. It's supposed to be the gnarliest stretch. Everything in my head is saying, be reasonable. There's no reason to keep going. You're by yourself. If your car breaks somewhere out here, not good. Ah, fuck it. Let's go. This, the truck will be fine. 
and we're we're just like sixty mile an hours in these flat areas. The the back tires are, are spinning. We're we're doing some drifting, all fun stuff. Then we get to the serious stuff, and I immediately realized this was a horrible fucking idea. <laughs> so much so we passed the guy on the way into the, like this last final pass, and he looked at me. He's like, "You sure you want to go down there? I'll be fine." <clears throat> it was very difficult. There was a lot of wife getting out of the car, spotting, and. Which, if you ever offer, like, you, there's just certain things you can't see. And imagine it's pitch black. I do have good bright lights, but uh, depth perception, a lot of trouble. Anyway, we're getting through everything. I'm, I'm navigating this motherfucker like a, like a hero. Uh, the kids are loving it, and I, at, somewhere along the way, we had been doing some hiking too. I got a, a little dehydrated, Sean. Hmm. This is in hindsight, and uh, we're driving through this gnarly road. You're bumping around, and next thing I know, I'm like, holy shit, do I have to fucking puke? Like I feel incredibly sick right now. Sure, it's not motion sickness. Uh, uh pretty unlikely the way I I've I've had altitude sickness before. Kind of had some similar. Anyway, we're 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 coming out. And if you know anything about the desert in California, once you come out of Parkland, you're in BLM land, and like you can shoot guns there. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like there's pirate gangs on fucking ATVs and buggies. <clears throat> so I I did read a number of reviews that was like, don't be alarmed, but there's a lot of gunfire in the area. So we're coming out, it's pitch black. And I, I finally, it just hits me. I'm like, fuck it. I pull over and I just get out of the car. And just like in Shula at Sh on the side of Shula's in Canton, Ohio, I just start vomiting all over the place. Oh. My kids are in the back seat, freaking out. Like what's happening. The wife gets out of the car and immediately you just hear automatic rifle fire. It's like, and she's just like, get the fuck back in the car. What are you doing? It's like, I'm throwing up. What do you want me to do right now? Anyway, uh, it was, I, I, I double Shula. It was the most I had thrown wow. up um, in a long time. I said the same thing after Shula's and uh, uh, we, so anyway, we powered were you, through. Were you dehydrated at Shula's? I was not dehydrated <laughs> at Shula's. Shula's had a little bit more to do with that alcohol. Oh, and okay. So anyway, we, we get through it and we're driving out and we see the motherfuckers are shooting these assault rifles. They turn around, they wave at us like just. <laughs> So oh, yeah, that's good. Your friend uh, survived the night. Uh, didn't have to sleep in the desert, and uh, the gunshots were not coming at us. So great news. Uh, but yeah, the Shula's part was the funniest. <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe it. I'm throwing up in the middle of the desert. And I just hear AR-15s blasting off, like maybe a half mile from my location. Chat is uh, lit. Cody's uh, calling for the pizza read already. CJ <laughs> wants to know Steelers or Bucks more for Survivor this week. I would go Steelers well, because uh, Baker Mayfield. We'll get to that, sir. Yeah. What are you going to leave now? You got something to do? Uh, Front of the line, <laughs> motherfucker. Dave says, please skip the Thursday night game. We know what you're picking. Just get to the weekend. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? All right. Uh, we have not released our Thursday night against the spread picks. Uh, little squeeze wants to know how does Sean transition this story into a pretzel crust read? Well, little squeeze, uh, Ryan, it, you know, instead of outdoors it, going nuts outdoors, I should have settled my stomach with some pretzel crust. Yes, because that pretzel crust it has a a bunch of carbs. It has that nice, delicious salt, and of course, the pile high of pepperoni. Oh, what better way to help cure your dehydration than some? I mean, uh, my dad always used to tell me back in the day when I played football, they gave us salt tablets. Uh, nice amount of little salt there on the pretzel crust. The pepperoni piled high, nice cured meats, perfect for in the desert when you're dealing from dehydration. Uh, air quotes. 
<laughs> sickness that Ryan was claiming to have. Uh, again, Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the National Football League Thursday night. If you're if you're looking to get the uh, watch, have a little uh, feast of yourself to watch the Cowboys get destroyed. Fire up some Little Caesars delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. Grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game. We're also brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers available in 14 states plus Ontario, Canada. Shout out to Ontario. Uh, one of my top four uh, Canadian provinces. Love Ontario and uh, top two for me. Okay, top two. Yeah, top four. Um, Bet Rivers, <laughs> some of the best live uh, betting markets in the space. Betting menu second to none. Uh, really, some nice prices on the any touchdown first touchdown stuff. We gave out a ton of props for the Thursday night game. You can find a ton of those bets over on Bet Rivers and risk free bet up to five hundred dollars. You can't beat that and not only are you supporting yourself with a risk free bet, you're supporting the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, all you got to do, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet rivers or hammer the link in our bio. Problem gambling call 1 800 Gambler. Kramer, let's get to it. And uh, we might have a special guest calling in. Oh, we do. To discuss she, a big game. Oh, yeah. She's here. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go. Let's start with that. Oh, you want to? Yeah. Oh, let's she start. is let's, here. Okay. She's here. All right. Uh, joining us on the line, San Francisco 49er super fan. You know her from the Moxie Bets podcast, Miss Katie Mox. What's happening, Katie? Hi, guys. I'm so glad that I tuned in in the middle of the puking rifle story. Like, <laughs> Thanks, what, Katie. What, what a time to be alive, Kramer. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. <laughs> Katie? Yeah, that, was, that was great. I see you're rocking. Uh, you're rocking your pick six shirt. Is that what I see there? Yes. Oh. Yes. Pick six, pick podcast. six podcast. Make sure you check that out as well as the Moxie Bets podcast. I see you're wearing uh, Kelly Green. Is that? <laughs> are you? Are you here to support the Philadelphia Eagles? I am here to support one of my podcasts, the Pick Six uh, <laughs> podcast. But I will. I will say the Kelly Green. It's is, pretty fire. Is, it's pretty fine. I don't know why they ever moved away from it. I think that was a miss on the uh, one one of the many misses out there in Philadelphia. Oh wow! Already <laughs> chirping, just throwing shots at the threads. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, of course, right now, Ryan, what are we picking this at? Are we picking it at three? What is the line at? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. San Francisco 49ers, two and a half point road favorites. Total sitting at forty seven. Katie, I mean, why are why are the Eagles underdogs in this matchup? Explain that to me. Well, because they're a ten and one team, but they don't necessarily look like a ten and one team. Mm. They've got a what plus sixty four point differential. It's the second lowest <laughs> of any team in the history of the NFL that is ten and one, and they've been outgained by their opponents in four straight games by nearly a hundred yards. The Niners offense. Number one in DVOA, number one in the passing game. <laughs> and in games where the Niners are healthy, right? So when Debo's in, when Trent Williams is in, they are eight and oh, and they have a margin of victory of more than 20 points. The only single win game was the Rams when McVay decided to kick that meaningless field goal, ended up ruining <laughs> the spread uh, for others. That, did, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, again, this, I can't, I'm not, I've been, I've been wanting to say all season that the Eagles, are going to be, you know, regressing. And I took them under their team total. None of that is happening. You guys are <laughs> scrappy and you, and you find ways to win, especially over the last two weeks, you know, double digit deficits going into the second half. And then you just figure out ways to win. 
But if if I think of like which, not what record, which team is better, it's the 49ers, Sean. Come on. I mean, there's there, it's that's why we're favored. Uh, it looks like she had a quick powwow with the uh, <laughs> the the board members of Regression uh, Inc over there. Oh the yeah, Eagles the, the are nerds. Up. The nerds are so mad. But your yards per play—that's how we determine I, games, not wins I, and losses. Uh, oh, different. Please, you were okay. Let's let's revisit last season. What do you think of the Vikings? They were winning all the okay. all the single yeah. score oh, games. Wow. Now, if you're gonna come wow. in here and compare, well, if, we, <laughs> if you're gonna compare us to the Minnesota Vikings. I, I would say uh, no freaking way, and it, and yeah. and I mean, come on, Jalen Hurts is twenty-seven and two straight up in his last twenty-nine games. If Kirk yeah. Cousins was doing that, I would tip my hat and I would say, hey, it doesn't, you know, your one-score games, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're figuring it out. Kirk Cousins not figuring it out. Ryan, you're you're an independent uh, person in this debate here. Is he? Uh, the <laughs> Eagles, yeah. Well, he's got his own things. Well, going I don't on. have. I don't have. We a, can we can both turn on the Giants here. I don't really <laughs> have a beef with the Niners. The Giants mm. have owned them historically. Oh wow, Ryan, how dare you? Uh, the Eagles can we, do. Can we can we take a, a quick break to talk about Tommy sure. DeVito? Oh, I mean, like, this guy. I like it when when they asked him like, "What does this mean?" He goes, "He means." Ugh. Uh, he just <laughs> <laughs> it's so classic not to even have a word for it. What do you mean? It means this yeah. capiche Italian. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a vibe. I it believe is. Is, vibe. is the way he answered it, which, you know, it, we've seen what the vibe, what the vibe means. It means yes. you're Jim tan and laundry <laughs> GTL. GTL. Yeah. Ryan, I got to ask you this now. Um, the Eagles have 12 guys on the injury report. Pretty can't bang, trust them. Pretty, can't, can't trust them. Pretty banged up team. I would assume this game wouldn't count because they're not fully healthy, right? Oh. Like so if we lose this oh, game, wow. our players will be all over media week going, "Oh, if only we were healthy, we could have won that game." Do you expect to see that from the Eagles? Sean is in rare form right now <laughs> because he's been he's been battling with Cowboys fans, Bills fans. Oh, it's just He's oh. he's like a he's 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 in he's in he's fit for this fight. And oh, screenshotting the horse oh. collar rules. But I'm all over. I, I would say this. I my my <laughs> handicap would be this. I I understand why the Eagles are dogs. And it's simply put that right now the Niners are a better team because they're healthier because specifically for this game they've had more rest and the Eagles the defense has just been been out there a lot over the last couple of games. So Right. That, let me, let that me, would be the that I would does, say like, that's where it starts. It does feel like a objectively classic letdown spot for the Eagles coming off two emotional wins over the Chiefs over the bills. Yeah. The 49ers have an extra day rest here. And yes, the Eagles are banged up, but they're not without all of their quarterbacks. Okay. That is entirely <laughs> different than a little banged up here and there. A oh, little bit of Fletcher Cox is a no, I mean, that's, that's yeah. why the handicap is simple. It's but, like but this so, Niners team has been, they, they circled this game and this game only Ryan market dynamics. Oh, what? How would you grade? Well, you take the two and a half. You don't lay it. Obviously. How would you grade the Eagles' home field advantage? What would you say? Two points? Two I, and a half? I would say. Well, I, I don't want to apply my logic to your logic, but no, no. If no, you like had, independently, what do you think the market? I sees? would say they have to. They have to be seen as one of the highest home edges. So maybe even closer to three. I, I think well, this but is. But three is the standard home edge. Well, it, That's I think not it, more. I think it used to be three. It's now maybe two and a half, two. I, I think what you, if you're what you're trying to get to is what would the spread be on a neutral? Yes, I think it would be Niners by four, 
born. So the so the Eagles so the Eagles only have so on two two points of home edge maybe two and a half on a neutral field. The the Niners are five points five and a half points better than the Eagles. You're an educated gambler though. You know the points between two and a half and two and a half mean less. So you know it's probably it's probably a two two to two and a half point home edge. But you know I would say it might be a letdown game for the Eagles if the Eagles. Haven't been hearing since that NFC Championship game from the 49ers players, uh, the 49ers fans. Kyle Shanahan talking about how his wife felt unwelcome. I mean, what, what do we want? Get her a fruit basket? You're you're rooting for the opposing team. You're not going to feel welcome. I did. I I do Ron, have this. You know better than anybody <laughs> else that your fan base is an entirely different animal yes. than normal fan bases. <laughs> you guys take things to a level that is a bit too far, mm. and y'all pride yourself on it. So that's fine. But then you can't act like people are happy to to go there and, and Katie, to deal let me, with y'all. Let me, y'all, no, let me y'all interrupt like quickly animal. because I, there was this there was a there was this uh, this fabled night. Um, we were at the Meadowlands. It was a Sunday night football right. game. Giants Eagles. No one wants to hear this old. McNabb had been sacked twelve times, and the Giants fans were feeling themselves. And Sean, yeah. had I not been there, Sean would have been eaten by the mob <laughs> and taken yeah, down. The Giants fans were really mean to me. <laughs> I, I felt unwelcome. <laughs> that night you did. Robbie Gould, former guest of the show, no, uh, he's them. currently banned because um, he said this. Also quote, lied to oh. us. <laughs> no, okay. no, he was he was a great guest. Welcome back anytime. Um, quote uh, describing the Super Bowl preview. He said, "Quote, but if you make Jalen Hurts play quarterback, you're gonna have a pretty solid day on defense." And I know Jalen Hurts. He takes stuff personally. Now, Robbie Gould, granted, is no longer on the team. They, <laughs> And they got kicker. rid of him, and, and they part of we, we drafted a kicker, Jake Moody. Yeah. Which I, I yeah. why did they pay? Quick sidebar: Why did they pay our boy Robbie Gould? Like, was it well, just a money thing? I think it's an age thing, yeah, and a money thing, and they were just looking to kind of start over. But I'll tell you what: when Moody had that that couple weeks where he was really struggling, and that game where he missed two uh, in a row, we were thinking about. I mean, <laughs> the fans thinking about well, Robbie Gould a lot. It's always dangerous drafting a kicker like it at any point, you know, especially yeah. relatively high because it can only it can only go wrong and then everyone's up your ass like, "Oh, what are you doing drafting a kicker this high?" All right. Now, I will say there is a I do think Sean has some risk this week because oh. the Bro- Bro- Brock Purdy could light up the Eagles secondary. And then, then it's ew, I, like that. I don't think that's a scenario he's preparing for, based on the face he's sh- sh- showing us right now. But well, it one, do- sorry, no, go ahead. Continue. I well, was, I was, I was teeing say, it up for you. Yeah, well, I appreciate this because I've got stats to support your <laughs> what you're saying. But I do think that the Eagles' secondary and defense in general is regressed a little bit under Sean Desai, right? And even though nobody wants to say anything nice about. Nick Gannon, I feel like they have kind of not been as well. And if you look at someone like Brock Purdy, he is the most efficient passer in the league right now, especially down the middle. He's actually made NFL history uh, with his passing efficiency, guys. Um, Perfection. And the Eagles have struggled in their coverage um, down the middle. And that's exactly where Brock Purdy thrives. So, yes, Kramer, I agree with you on this one. And look, to, to your point, Sean, like this game feels more like a 
not just a regular Sunday. I think that no. Eagles fans are excited to be like, it's not because you lost your quarterback. We're a better team than you are. And the 49ers fans and players alike um, are wanting to say like, oh, you only beat us because of this. So it it feels like it's a playoff game. Like I feel like there's like oh, a yeah. lot more on the line. Is Joey Bus- Bosa IR like he's not with the Chargers right now? Will he be in the stands <laughs> fighting Eagles fans on behalf of his brother? He was, he uh, Bosa he, caveman. <laughs> he never plays. When they showed him up there eating the raisin bran or whatever he was yeah. the other night, I was like, this is like, come on, dude. You never play. And not, look, he's injury prone. Thank God. I feel like we got the better Bosa yeah. um, on our side in terms of just staying healthy. Um, but just to see him up there in the suite, just eating raisin bran, it kind of rubbed me wrong. I was like, dude, I don't know why. Yeah. It is yeah. just such a, like just a, a, kid. a jock, like <laughs> can I get some, I have to go to the game. Can I at least get cereal? Can, yeah. God dang. I got to watch this game. Our team sucks. Can I get raisin bran? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he, I mean, very classic chargers. Like yeah. you, they're two Bosa brothers. Both are awesome. One is cursed with injuries and never stays on the field, and the other never. one's clearly the better one. Like uh, yeah. it, of all, only the Chargers would end up picking the wrong. Oh, they would pick yeah, the wrong Bosa. Yeah, they would pick um, Derek Watt over TJ oh, Watt. Wow. Like they would. I mean, that's that's classic. The, uh, the Chargers here. You're making fun of a fullback, Sean. Be careful. <laughs> uh, Katie, are you worried about the fact that Kyle Shanahan is one in thirty-one? When down three plus points entering the fourth quarter, also not great at holding on to big leads, as we saw uh, in the Super Bowl against uh, the Patriots. Any any thoughts there on Kyle Shanahan? No, not really, <laughs> because you know every team is different. Every year is different. Um, you know the 49ers this season have the top rated like passing offense since 1981. If you look at like the five top passing offenses, number one, the 2007 Patriots, number two, the 2004 Colts, and you got the 2018 Chiefs, then the 1993 49ers. And then number five is the 2023 49ers. So yeah, maybe Shanahan doesn't have that kind of record, Mm. but this is a different team. I like how she has that memorized, just like Philip Rivers career stats with Justin Decker. <laughs> yes, that, yes. that was nice. I, I, what I, I do, I do think there's some risk in this game for the Eagles. It's been a long road for them. They've had some tough battles. You don't often win game of the year uh, right after the game of the year. And so, well, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, when we did the uh, preseason preview, I thought the bills game was going to be the letdown game. And I, and shame on me for having any doubt in Jalen Hurts and his ability to will this team to victory. Yeah. But I, I thought I thought the Bills game would be the letdown because it's it it's that sandwich spot of that Monday night game in Kansas yeah. City, and then you're back at home against the Bills, an AFC team. But then maybe looking ahead to this 49ers team, I would say this could be a letdown spot if it wasn't for all the hype and drama yeah. surrounding it. Yeah. Like I I if the Eagles end up losing this game, it's not because they're going to be looking ahead to the Cowboys or flat or um, because yeah. the 49ers are a better team. Oh. Yeah, that's oh. another reason that they it's won't true. lose the game. <laughs> See what I did there? I pulled it out, Ryan. No, I, I, well, you look, kinda, you I got mean, tied up there. I think that, like this game will be very telling, but the reality is, is these two teams will see each other again, you know, in, in mm. January. So 
Um, well, you know, unlike Katie, I'd take it one game at a time. Uh, <laughs> I'm optimistic about our chances. But that's, but that's what that's what I'm saying. It doesn't really, it matters. It feels like it matters, but what's really going to matter is the second time that we see each other this in the postseason. Well, and, and Ryan or Katie, do you think the 49ers have put too much on this game that they're going to come in there and be a little tense? Uh, Brock Purdy, a little Aaron throws, a little too much adrenaline coming into that hostile environment. Are you concerned about that at all? No, because I was actually listening to Debo Samuel on Kay Adams' show today, and she asked that. She was like, is there a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy? Because, he, you know, he got hurt. That's a, a major reason, you know, why the team wasn't able to compete at the level that they're used to competing. Is he like, oh, and, and Debo's like, knowing what I know about him? No, absolutely not. He's cool as a cucumber all the time. He's like, even like in the last week when he threw that pick six, he wasn't like, oh, we got to get back. We got to do this. We got to do that. I got to do this. He's like, cool, calm, next play. And so I don't like Purdy seems to be cool as a cucumber, doesn't really let anything get to him. You know, he's just like this Arizona Christian boy that was in Iowa for four years and he just nothing bothers him. So I, I actually don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, maybe there are some players like obviously Debo's talked a lot of trash, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, about the secondary. So for him, you know, he better he better put up. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's going to, you know, I, I like him for an anytime touchdown. I believe it's at plus 180 just because he's talked so much trash that he better get in that end zone. Otherwise, um, he's going to end up looking a little bit like a fool. So um, but yeah, but I don't, I don't think Purdy cares. I think maybe the, maybe the defense, but this, this defense guys, I mean, ever since they got chase young, I mean, they've got what 15 sacks since they've got him. They were able to get to, are you worried? Speaking of worried, are you worried about Jalen hurts in this one? Because the chiefs were able to get to him a lot in this 49ers pass rush. They, they have a hard time even crediting sacks to people. Cause they just come at everybody at the same time. <laughs> That's a great well, point. There's a there's a lot to unpack there. Since they got the Ohio State bros. <laughs> yes, the the Ohio State bros. I, I would first off, I'd love to counter with uh, something uh, Eagles player said on the K Adams show. They they were oh. at practice uh, this week, uh, getting ready for the game. Now, uh, as far oh. as <laughs> as far People as also went to practice. <laughs> as far as what? Uh, well, you know, Jaylen I told Hurts you, I told you, Sean was feeling himself. <laughs> yeah. As as far as Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I am concerned, but luckily the Eagles have the best offensive line in the mm. league, and luckily Lane Johnson is a go. I'm, I'm yeah, happy not, to report he's not going to wake up with a groin. Uh, th that was weird. Uh, who knows <laughs> what you were up to that you wake up Sunday? I mean, I woke it up Sunday morning with groin soreness, but I, I don't know what Lane Johnson was doing. Uh, so I don't know how he all of a sudden went from not on the injury uh, report to not playing. A lot of change of direction all, in your sleepwalking. <laughs> by all accounts, he will be playing. All right, yeah. Katie, enough messing around. What do you got for the final score prediction? Eagles Ooh. 49ers. I'll say 32. 27 49ers. I like that score. I like how you went weird numbers. All right. I would Ryan, you give out your prediction and I I'll, I'll be right back. I, I got to grab something real quick. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I, I, uh, I think so in years past, the way that Sean would describe this is that the Eagles have a horseshoe up their ass. They keep pulling shit out of their ass. And I do yeah, think I there is some how long, no, no. I, I think there's an element to this game that the point spread is going to come into play. Niners oh. win 31 30. Oh, oh, so you think it's 
So yeah. you think Niners win, but All Eagles? Right. Oh, can you hear me, Ryan? I can hear you. You you look good. Okay, I have the Eagles winning this game outright because, as we know, hungry dogs run faster. Eagles get the win, thirty-one seventeen. We all went with weird or interesting scores. Sean, uh, you know he's nervous. I, a couple of people in the chat, Mister Heat, saying Sean worried. I can hear it in his voice so much so he brought well, out. First the of all, that that dog head looks like Georgette, who was. Um, <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about from um, Oliver and Company? It's an underrated Disney movie. But she, yeah, it looks like a female. Poodle. I got two daughters, Katie. I, I've seen them all. Yeah, yeah. no, the, he's bringing out the 2017 dog. Mask. Oh, That's how you know us, he's nervous. Doubting us at home. Come on, <laughs> go birds. Get the win outright. Katie, you're awesome. Thank you for calling yes. into the show. Make sure you follow Katie Mox on X at Katie Mox. Check her out on the Pick Six Pod, CBS Sports, the pregame show, Moxie Bet, Sportsline, everywhere. everywhere. By, by the way, Katie, I want to yeah. see a big same game parlay ne- next pregame show. Oh, okay. Let's let's oh. let's let's, let's yeah, stack something in our honor. Yeah, I will throw the rest of this. Yeah, the, the, throw them off with a nice twenty to one banger. Katie also okay. uh, uh, also dabbles in the first touchdown. Oh, I've yes. seen her giving those oh, out yeah. as well. So uh, very fun. Follow <laughs> Katie yes. and uh, best of luck in everything except the 49ers <laughs> game this weekend. Thanks, Katie. Yeah, I mean, don't don't be surprised if I if on Sunday I call in to your oh uh, no oh no your, your post game. <laughs> yeah, you know I like to do that when I'm when I'm yes. trying to <laughs> You're always welcome, Katie. You are. All right, bye. All right, good, thanks, good Katie. Luck this weekend, Sean. All right, All right. appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, so much class from Katie. Really, class act coming in. Said said best of luck. Unlike you, <laughs> real gentleman. I uh, know. I said good luck with everything. Minus the Eagles game, I'm not gonna. I mean, you know, like, what am I wish her luck? So Ryan, I I was out of the room and I had a dog mask on. What was your official play here uh, for the sheet? Eagles plus two and a half. Eagles plus two and a half. But but I did have the Niners win the game. <laughs> I said the spread's gonna matter in this one. Uh, ultimate ultimate bailout move. Well, I, I'm. Unlike you, I want to r- remain friendly with Katie after this week, and I'm worried with your friskiness right now that oh, you may cross on. the line. What did I? What I think? What lines were crossed? Oh, I mean, poor Katie. She <laughs> walked into a, a meat grinder here, just <laughs> setting her up left and right. Oh, come on, Katie. Katie had a list of stats. Well, she uh, she can handle herself. As uh, someone pointed out in the chat earlier, uh, this chick eats. Pre- uh, this woman eats pretzel crust. Shout out to Michael Barone. Which is the ultimate, uh, uh, the ultimate compliment to our audience, uh, right? <laughs> before we, or to, to anyone on our high show, high praise, high praise, uh, Ryan. Uh, before we get, to, uh, I, we got a new sponsor, and it is amazing. Ooh. It's awesome when we get a sponsor of a product I'm already using. What AKA, dog masks? Yeah, no, I wish. <laughs> AKA Lucy. Uh, Lucy stands out in an otherwise boring AF tobacco market. Um, because every other nicotine pouch company is owned by big tobacco. Lucy has pouches with flavor capsules for an instant rush, nicotine strengths up to 12 milligrams and gum with actual flavor. Love these things. hundred percent pure nicotine, no tobacco. They stand out from tobacco pouches cause they don't have tobacco, but they still give you that sweet, sweet rush and a cornucopia of strength and flavors from mild to two milligrams to spicy at 12 milligrams. 
Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. They have a bunch of flavors. I like keeping it simple with the wintergreen, the mint, even the espresso. Get a little coffee kick in there. Uh, love Lucy, and uh, it's great for like long days watching games. Uh, you know, long, uh, long, long, uh, long, long runs at the slot machine. Love a good uh, Lucy a lip in there, and super discreet. Perfect for the holidays. I still remember the time my brother. Uh, got busted vaping while uh, sitting around reading the the story of Christmas. Not an issue with Lucy, and of course, Skip stopping the at the gas station and order Lucy uh, over at Lucy.co/sgpn and use code SGPN to get twenty percent off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a tw- thirty day refund policy. If you change your mind, Lucy.co and use code SGPN to get twenty percent off. And always free shipping. And here comes a fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. Warning this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Kramer, let's get to the picks. That was electric. I was enjoying that thoroughly. Thank you. I I wanted to do that so badly. I, I put it on the calendar months ago. I was like, this, I just. I just I'm I I didn't. It's a passion project. Well, I I I tell people about Lucy even even when it's not a podcast ad read. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's actually probably true. (laughs) Thursday night, Cowboys, Cowgirls, Cowboys coming off Thursday night, so it's they've had a normal week of rest, as have the Seattle Seahawks. Oh man, Dallas. they keep playing well. This it, it's not. It's been frustrating. Yes, Cowboys Cowboy fan. Haters. My Gardner, the, the he he's uh, a Cowboys fan, and I like I desperately try to time leaving with the kids before he gets there, <laughs> so I just don't have to see him. <laughs> well, we had a business uh, meeting here in the office, Ryan, and the guy comes in, introduces himself, uh, just met him, and uh, you know immediately chimes in like, "Oh, hey, how is your?" Uh, Fading the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, looking. And I didn't even have the heart to give him my. Well, if, they, if Washington converts on some of those fourth and ones, it's a completely different game. And then you know, have the meeting goes really well. Guy seems cool. And then uh, as he's leaving, <laughs> he goes to throw out his coffee cup and sees that on our trash can we do have the uh, Cowboys pennant. And he's like, "Oh, you guys are killing me over here." Uh, fun times, right? But ah, we're authentic. That's what that is. I will say this. I think this is obviously I'm going to take the Seahawks here, but I think this is a, a, a nice situation spot. And if you, if you missed the Thursday night uh, props episode, I think this is actually a very interesting a night here for the tight ends of Seattle against the Dallas Cowboys. I think there's some stuff they can get done here. And Pete Carroll as an underdog is, is a, especially big dog on the road. I know I took Seattle last week, but I think actually this might be the spot because they're coming off a loss. Um, and Gino Smith's been pretty good against uh, off a loss, twenty and fifteen ATS, uh, and, and Pete Carroll, especially after a home loss, twenty one eleven and one, covering by an average of six points per game. Pete Carroll is an underdog. I like your Zach Charbonnet motivation angle uh, that you brought up on the Thursday night show as well, because apparently the Cowboys uh, passed on him instead. Uh, instead, ended up with Deuce Vaughn essentially. Uh, you know, much later on in the draft, but Zach seem- Charbonnet might have a little it, chip. It on seems his like it was even more than that. Like it was I, the the Jalen Hyatt video went viral, where the Cowboys coach kind of like called like called him out a little bit. It was like you're just a speed guy. Apparently, something similar happened with uh, whoever the running backs coach is for the Cowboys. So yeah, maybe there's a little bit of a chip here. I think it, you know uh, spreads at eight and a half. 
minus four twenty five on the money line. Seattle plus three thirty. Forty seven and a half is the total. You know, one reason to be interested on, on the Seattle side as well is the look at goes from six and a half to eight and a half. Not really sure why. Maybe it's just Gino. Gino's banged up. Maybe he's still banged up. Maybe we're worried about that. Uh, maybe we're worried about Gino putting the ball in harm's way. Uh, I think. <laughs> yes. I think I saw those the, are all points I choose I, to ignore. I right? think I saw that on the graphic that uh, mm-hmm. they've turned the ball over multiple times. Uh, of course, if you did miss the Thursday night props episode, you missed me give out uh, an interception ladder. Uh, very electric, uh, which, you know, if you're anti Gino or you're anti Dak, I think the interception ladder could be the way to go in this one. Uh, yeah, but I think the, the, the line movement across sevens interesting. I think seeing it uh, get up, I think the number got as high as nine and a half and maybe got bet back with Seattle. I'm with you. I think this is a big number. I think Dallas, certainly you look at the schedule, a uh, little bit of a lull situation here. Um, you know, they've, they've had a decent amount of um, either, whether they be divisional games or road spots. Now you, you come off that game against Washington, you play Seattle, then it's Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit uh, over the next four. This definitely isn't the most important game, nor is covering a big number, but they keep covering big numbers. Sean, that, yeah. all of that being said, Give me the Seahawks. Well, and as Dak says, oh, you know, uh, hey, when you're playing the Cowboys, you're getting their best shot. So <laughs> Dak going out of his way to da- pat himself on the back for that one. I want to say it out loud. Dak's going to throw three interceptions in this game. Let's will it. Let's believe it. Let's will it. If the astronaut can do it, it's, so can Dak. It, it may or may not be 15 to 1. <laughs> if you're interested in that kind of thing. Nice All little right. Let's head over to Sunday. Like I said, seven early games. So God's eye will be uh, fully aware red zone in the middle surrounded by seven delightful NFL games. Uh, I didn't mention this. I, I forgot to mention it. Dallas, 80% of the bets, Sean. So one of the themes of this week, uh, well, besides East coast games, probably going to be a little wet, at least a chance of being wet. Also, a lot of lopsided games. A lot of lopsided games mm. where we're seeing pretty one-sided action. Oh, market dynamics. Some market dynamics, and we're coming off a week. And and you know, lots mm. of smart people, people we're friends with, they like to remind you there's no such thing as like last week has any effect on this week. The dogs hit early on Sunday doesn't mean the favorites are going to hit late. A week goes I, all I favorites. Say, it's I, not going to be dogs the next week. Uh, yeah, I I think well, whatever if. It, there's some of that that's true, especially in the same week. But I mean, when all underdogs hit, you they they have to do some have, adjustment in the market. Have you ever seen that uh, where they they stretch out some sort of like uh, balloon like mater- silicon type material and they throw a bunch of marbles to to, to illustrate gravity? Hmm. And these 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 different sized marbles are flowing around. And the the intent of the exercise is to show that uh, gravity, like everything, has gravity and everything affects affects everything. So obviously if a lot of favorites are hitting, there is going to be some impact to the market or, or the way people play the market the following week, regardless or not. If you think the thing, the events are related, they're, they're connected in that it's going to affect behavior. And so I do think when you look at a a very public friendly week, the following week, we have a lot of lopsided action early in the week. Now that it could shift and, and the public comes in and completely uh, does something different. But I think when you have early week, 80% type bets, I don't think that typically uh, drastically changes later in the week. So a lot of one-sided action. I, I certainly am going to look to be against the one-sided action more than I am on it. Uh, speaking of which Sunday, like I said, game one of seven, the Los Angeles chargers, another one of those teams. Mm. 
uh, getting the bulk of the bets, 82% on the road here, a spot we love to take the Chargers. Six minus 250 on the money line, Patriots plus 205. 40 and a half is the total. Another kind of takeaway this week, uh, we're seeing a, a handful of more, a handful of higher totals than we've seen lately. Some more 47s out there. Well, yeah, unders have been a machine. Um, I mean, Sean, you love a good time zone uh, trend. Herbert, 14 and 9 in the Eastern time, Central time zones. We talk about it all the time. We really do like the Chargers away from home way more than we do at home. And based on the way the Patriots ended the game last week, when they oh played, played for a tie, how could you, how could you put you know any what? money? Bill on Pelichick's this pulling the wool over all of our eyes. He's tanking <laughs> in plain sight. Uh, that was, this is, he's playing Mac Jones every week for a half, which is also a tanking element. Bailey Zappi well, looked so much better. Well, than Mac Jones. he's playing them each for a half, but also he's splitting all the first team reps. So well, this, if, there, if there ever was a chance to actually get some momentum with Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones, you're robbing it. If anyone needs all the first team reps, it's either mm-hmm. Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. It's one of the two. It, it really sneakily is the way to punish both of them. Listen to this nugget. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Against the, against the Giants, Mac Jones had more yards on throws behind the line of scrimmage than he did on throws beyond the line of scrimmage. That's near impossible. Wait. He had more yards throwing behind the line behind. of scrimmage than beyond the line of scrimmage. Think about how fucking impossible that is. Right, here's a set. That's for some it. Derek Carr shit. Here's a set. That's for some you. Drew Brees shit. One. That is the number of times the Patriots have scored over 20 points oh, this wow. season. One. Why? Are, yeah, team total under. I guess. What, like, team do, total under. We need to start. We need. We don't do enough team total. Uh, Austin Eckler kind of been a dud uh, since he's oh, come back. So Fantasy much. wise. He's, Killing me in best ball. Yeah, not helping my best ball, which is just a complete disaster for whatever reason. Uh. Pop Pop Douglas is banged up. Uh, very. All I know is that if the Chargers don't win or don't cover this, don't blame Justin Herbert because nothing that happens bad to the Chargers is Justin Herbert's no, fault. Not him. No. Brandon Staley, fire him. I mean, not they really, they, they really should. Uh, I the one matchup I do like is of course the slot. The slot. How's the slot? Keenan. Uh, Patriots are very bad against slot receivers, which that's the one thing the Chargers do right. I think this could be a. And I don't know if the ladders have come out. Stay tuned for the prop show uh, tomorrow morning, early edition of the prop show. But I mean, even though it's going to be super high, Keenan Allen, like 10, 11, 12 catches could be in play because I, you know, they bench Quentin Johnson, like Jalen Guyton's getting snaps. It's kind of a disaster. Well, the counter, the, pass catcher. the counter there is that maybe they scheme like what happens if they, if Belichick just t- uses just his powers to, to take Allen out of the game, then what? Yeah. Uh, this might be a really gross game. You certainly can't feel good laying six points with the chargers, but you, you almost have to lay the six points with the chargers here. One thing to track uh, both tackles for, and actually the swing tackle too, for the chargers, they're all limited in practice right now. So that obviously could turn out to be really bad if you go from having uh, you you lose a couple tackles uh, and you come into this game. But I, watching the way the Patriots played against the Giants last week, granted the defense playing well, Tommy DeVito made some nice throws. Tommy DeVito had a very low success rate last week, very low. The fact that they were able to win that game, yes, they they broke through some barriers of of like wow. So. 
Patriots are. I'm. I'm. I gotta listen to Capper. They're, they're just. They're just. You can't bet on them right now. They're horrific. You can't. I'll be like, we're with the public on this one, Sean. Yeah, I, I'm going chalky Chargers on the road here, laying the six. Oh, I mean Mac, Mac Jones. And, and according to Easy in the chat, and I'm I'm confirmed it. It it does seem like Bailey Zappi will get the start, but that doesn't mean they won't pull him out midstream and and bring in uh bring in Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi gives them a better shot to win. He also didn't look great. They both quarterbacks just threw really bad intercept or like the interceptable balls, I would say. And Mac Jones probably could have thrown four interceptions if, if if guys didn't drop the ball. Detroit, the Lions, they had to Nolens take on the Saints. Saints are catching four points here, plus one seventy on the money line. Lions minus two oh five. Forty seven is the total. Uh, Saints, you know, a lot, a lot to talk about the injuries here. Well, uh, and, and again, another public team, 86% of the bets on the lions, long rest for the lions coming off that embarrassing loss to the Packers on Thanksgiving. Um, I did like uh, that Hendon hooker getting some, uh, getting some practice time now that he's all the way back. Uh, remember when he was like a hot prospect and, and maybe he was going to get drafted in the first round. Uh, anyway, saints they're without a lot of guys. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, a ton of injuries. Shahid, Alave, uh, both look to be out. Cam Jordan, I, I think, uh, probably won't play. Uh, again, wait for the prop show. But I mean, I think it's an interesting matchup here for Kamara, uh, Taysom Hill to just get a lot of checkdown stuff from Derek Carr, and, and the Saints struggle against the slot. So you again, you should it should be a decent matchup for Amon Ra. But really, the the biggest story is the great comeback uh, for the price of Jared Goff. Sucks Island. Oh, I boy. mean, life is good on the what? island. Last game, three fumbles. Game before, three interceptions, and those are both at home. Now you're going on the road. Listen to you're this. You're lucky you're playing Derek Carr and Dennis Allen, who are somehow worse at home. Saints are own four against the spread at home this season. And this is this is a great nugget that I found. For whatever reason, uh, Derek Carr does better against good defenses than bad against the spread, which is kind of counterintuitive. But you you fact you figure the spread. What are we calling Detroit? <laughs> so fewer than twenty one points per game. He is uh, thirty one and twenty one against the spread. Teams that allow twenty one or more points per game. He is thirty three fifty six and three against the spread. Yeah. So and not that great. That doesn't make sense. No, and I I don't think it that makes sense because well, it's probably priced into the the price, right? Yeah. But it's crazy it's that opposite that he does worse against defenses that let up more points against the spread. This does strike me as a game where it's like okay, big story about the Saints not having receivers. Does that matter? Like could the Saints just run it down their fucking throat? I I think there's a chance that could happen. Yeah. I also think, like you said, a lot of check down stuff, a lot of weird stuff with Juwan Johnson, Taysom Hill, like their their tight end crew. And I I don't think I want to get like like to me, all right, Chargers aside, let's just put that one let that situation aside. I don't want to get involved with a team like Detroit in a very public spot. Sean, listen to this. I should have mentioned this when we were talking about the Seahawks too, but a couple notable quarterbacks. Over the Tommy DeVito two-game uh, hero run, yes, couple couple uh, guys who at times people are saying, "Hey, maybe MVP," especially with Jared Goff. 
Uh, lower EPA per play than Tommy DeVito over the last two games. Jared, Jared Goff and Geno Smith. Jared Goff out of the MVP race. I'm calling it now. Oh, yeah. the small hands back. <laughs> uh, easy uh, noted Lion fan is saying, stick with your gut, Kramer. Go Lions. Don't jinx us two weeks in a row. So easy is saying that you and me uh, have jinxed the Lions by taking them the past couple of weeks. Is ago. that what it is? All right, give me the Saints. Let's see if you're right. New Orleans plus four. E- Easy's a loyal fan. Whatever it takes. Ah, uh, I can't lay four with this Lions team. Yeah, their defense is pretty bad. And the Saints, but we, then the Saints are bad at no, all. No, but the Saints they play close games. Yeah, this is gonna maybe Detroit wins by a field goal. All this right. is gonna be a close game. Saints by four, but they are not a live dog ride. They're close to being a team you can't bet on, but I I, I think they're fine for this one. And and shout out to Easy. Atlanta, the fat my Falcons. I'm back. They head to New York to take on the Jets. Tim Boyle is being given a second shot, although mm. don't look now. Aaron Rodgers, they they uh, activated his three week practice window. Like what the fuck uh, is I, happening? I did here, see uh, Steffi Smalls had a post saying like great week for Dolphins sex sounds, which of course were part of his healing process. Well, now I'm hearing, wanna, hearing uh, Dolphins have sex. Listen, he's I, one of those guys who will get penetration. I don't mind experimenting uh, if that if that helps me feel better. <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll try it. Atlanta getting seventy percent of the bets here, uh, minus two and a half on the road, minus one fifty. Jets plus one twenty five. Thirty four is the total. Uh, you know, I, I if you just let's let's forget the fact that Desmond Ritter's playing in this game for a second. Okay. I, I, the Jets' offense is fucking horrible. It's really bad. Really, like I, Tim I Boyle was, is worse, way worse than Zach Wilson. I know everyone was saying anyone but Tim Boyle, or sorry, anyone but Zach Wilson, and then they bring in Tim Boyle, and they're like, "All right, we were, we spoke too soon." Why did they let Mike White walk? Yeah, and that's what was, crazy. What was that strategy? That's crazy. Joe he, Flacco, they let him walk. Yeah, Joe Flacco <laughs> starting for the Browns. Uh, I, I would say this though: you know, Jets at home, long rest. Also, it could be another Tyler Conklin catch ladder. Tons of dump off by the Jets. Jets defense. All of a sudden now, Desmond Ritter thinks he can throw the ball. Uh, I know he can't. Ritter one and five straight up, two and four against the spread on the road this season. Jets back against the wall. They got the captain, my captain, warming up on the sideline. Uh, what was your takeaway for the Falcons last week? That they were uh, fortunate to get the win. Because Desmond Ritter did everything he could to lose that game. Well, then how did they win the game? Uh, because a lot of the Saints got injured, and Saints are really bad. And the Falcons' defense played well. Yeah, I think that some of that, but also Shahid be getting knocked out, Olave getting knocked out. Uh, I think our pick. I mean, the the red zone turnovers for Ritter, I can't, I can't. That's a huge, huge game for the Falcons. I mean, they're they're in the catbird seat in the division right now. They can't. They can't view this as a non-conference road game. They have to view this as one of their winnable games on the schedule. But they are. It's a non-conference road favorite, Desmond Ritter, which I want no part of. With the Bucks on deck. Yes. Look ahead, spot. They're gonna look past this Jets team. No one believes in the Jets. Still have a very good passing defense. Uh, I think Brees Hall do for a game, and I think you you can run a little bit against this Falcons defense. Give me the New York Jets as home dogs here, Ryan. You can run against the Jets. 
I think the Falcons are going to be able to run this ball, and it doesn't matter that Desmond Ritter is volatile. You're going to see yeah, Tyler Al- concern. Tyler Algier. Here's my prediction: Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson, Bijan Robinson all have more than eight carries in this game. Maybe ten. I'll stretch it to ten. We might be talking about Cordero P- Patterson props on the prop show if those cowards would put him out. Arizona, the Cardinals. Kyler, he's heading to the. Ro- he's on the road. Going to, he's going to Pittsburgh. Take on the Steelers. Steelers laying five and a half here. The look ahead was three. I have so many questions. Minus two forty-five on the money line. Cardinals looking ahead to their bye week. Plus two hundred forty-one and a half is the total. As I mentioned earlier, pretty much if the game's on the East Coast and it's being played outside, there, there's a some somewhat of a chance of rain. Uh, Arizona. Back to like a longer dog spot, the, the perfect spot for Kyler to to be alive and, and backdoor healthy and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, I think the Steelers like they they come they come off the uh, Matt Canada got fired uh, balloon game. And I think in some ways we have to treat this like a, a normal coach fired bounce kind of situation. I don't think the the and, and honestly like go back and look at the the box score in that Steelers game. Uh, they did not convert their opportunities into points. And so I, my, here's one of my notes. We're not laying five and a half with the Steelers team. That was, that's my note. No, it's, it's a, there's a close your eye special involved here. So I'm just going to, I'm going to be on Arizona. I'm going to be on the close your eye special, which by the way, the close your eye special is now six and five ATS. Hmm. Due for a couple wins, I'm I I see you I see you close your eyes special. You're gonna go against the close your eyes special. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going against the Arizona Cardinals. And well, first off, Matt Canada, it's not just any coach fired. Matt Canada, 44 games as offensive coordinator, zero games with greater than 400 yards. First oh. game he's gone, they get 400 yards. But really, Ryan, this is a matchup uh, pick, and it's a matchup pick that I love. In the same reason I gave out Tyler Higby two touchdowns against his Cardinals defense, I think this is an awesome smash spot smash. for uh, Pat Fryermuth. And luckily, we were able to pick him up in our high stakes uh, crypto uh, fantasy thing because I think he is going to have an awesome game. And you know, Kyler Williams and Tyler Higby both had great games. One, the Rams always kind of own the Cardinals, but two, that's where they're they've Short got. Chart. That's where they've gotten. That's where they're so weak defensively now with no Kaiser White, and that's what actually you watch that Steelers offense. That's something they were doing really well was getting the ball to Pat Fryermuth. He actually led the league in receiving yards last week. I, I don't know if he's going to do that back to back. That would have paid nice. That's crazy, but I I certainly think he's going to have a big game. Trey McBride, kind of their one safety blanket in the Arizona Cardinals team, is uh, out with the groin issue and. Adding to the matchup stuff, Cam Hayward is back. Minka Fitzpatrick is back. The boys are back in town. Play Thin Lizzy. I, I am concerned it's a big number for the Steelers. It's a I, huge number. I am concerned they have a look ahead uh, spot here a little bit to a Thursday night game. But with Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, this defense is going to fuck up the Cardinals. They'll easily win by seven points, five and a half. Not a problem. This is uh you know, this is like 20, 24, 10 written all over it. Uh yeah. I I feel like you're treading in dangerous land. I, I'm again not no, thinking I, about it. I, I I if they get back door, would I be shocked? No, but 
I love I love the Steelers. And for those who are new, close your eyes special. Uh the Cardinals underperformed the spread by over 21 or 21 or more points last week. So, they're catching points this week. We smash it. Have been for 13 smash. years. Well, 12 years, right? Started the show in 2011. Is this our 13th season then? Uh, we we've done this before. Yes. Mm, I don't know. I can't do the math yes. on that. Hey, Ryan, you know what I can do the math? 2 minutes. That's all it takes to have a the ultimate two minute drill. They didn't even write that. It's hard doing the ad reads around the uh, giant poodle mask on set, but I'm going to do it. The ultimate two minute drill. Imagine two minutes, and you have a delicious, nutritious meal ready to go. That's what Factor Meals has for you. It's uh, it's delivered right to your house. It's America's number one ready to eat meal delivery service. Help you fuel up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef prepared. Dietitian approved, ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You save time, you eat well. I mean, think how many. Every time I order something shitty food wise, that I'm like, oh, why did I get that? It's because I didn't have time. Factor meals, make sure you have time. And the price is great. You can't beat the price. It's perfect for the holiday season where you're stressed out. You got a bunch of time. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not a great cook to begin with. I'm not looking to add to cooking. My wife does a ton of cooking around the holidays. She's not anything I can do to cut down cooking, including ordering factory meals for she loves. She's a vegetarian uh, and they got you covered with that stuff as well. And also delicious meats uh, for us. Meatitarians head to factormeals.com slash SGPN 50 and use code SGPN 50 to get 50% off. That's code SGPN 50 at factormeals.com slash SGPN 50 to get 50% off. All right. Three more early games to go. The Colts of Indianapolis, they head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Uh, Colts, not only are they getting 73% of the bets, Sean, they're favored. Minus one, minus 120 on the money line. Tennessee plus 100. 42 and a half is the total. I I'm 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 a little bit puzzled by the by the Colts this year. I I'm holding an under seven and a half ticket that's feeling um shaky at best. Well, I was like quietly I optimistic about them. I think I I think I may have taken the under, but hedged with like a Shane Steichen coach of the year. I honestly he should be higher up in the coach of the year. He, he really should. Is. I mean, Anthony Richardson, they had a little a mojo going with him, especially fantasy wise, and then he goes out for the season. And now Minshew, three games in a row he's won. I, I know it's not the prettiest thing, but hey, wins are win. I, I think I think wins matter. I know, I know the fantasy community will tell you it's uh whoever uh has the most penalties called against them oh, interesting. Uh, is the loser. Uh or sorry, is the winner because the refs were against them. <laughs> wow, you are rare form, Sean. Really? Yeah, just crowbar it into a random Colts Titans matchup. No, I mean I I'm I hear my ears are percolating, right? I hear all the haters and uh, I I feel like uh, we got to mix it up. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully your ears aren't percolating. Colts uh, did lose Grover Stewart defensive tackle. I think that could be uh, a big part of this matchup because if the Titans can run on you and Grover Stewart was a big part of stopping that run, that's the only way the Titans have a chance. And then you look at the Titans as a dog. Uh, that's always a strong trend. And then Jonathan Taylor is now out with thumb surgery is going to miss maybe three weeks here. Um, Zach Moss though has looked good uh, in, in replacement there. Can Gardner Minshew take advantage of the Titans weaker secondary? Maybe 
right? Like, where are you at on that? Because it Titans, it seems like, hey, if you can throw the ball downfield in the Titans, you can win the game. That's why I love the Titans to beat up on the Panthers. They've been blocking well. They've been blocking yeah. well on the offensive line, and that's been the difference. They've been running the ball well, working Pretty the good play scheme. action. And generally, whether even when you are a good rush running team, Tennessee's tough to run on. And so I think it starts there for me. If if they're not able to we we sometimes say this, but if if the Colts aren't able to run the ball, then what? And I would even go further. They're not going to be, like you said, they're not going to be able to stop the run. So if Tennessee can run the ball and the Colts can't run the ball, to me, this is an easy play. I don't see how I was ever going to find my way onto the Colts here unless this was like a plus three. I, I think, I think that's, that's the point where you're maybe saying Tennessee, that's too much. It's still Will Levis. But I think you can even make an argument that Will Levis because of the running game and because of the, the time he should, he should have a little bit of time. That's been the problem. He's so oblivious to the pass rush, even when it's in his face, but he should have time here. And if the run game's successful and he has time, we could see another one of those. Oh, look at this. D hop has three long 50 yard catches and two touchdowns. So yeah, I, I think this is um, this has blowout potential. I'm very shocked to see everyone betting on the Colts. I'd, I'd say that this is the most surprising side that is like lopsided. Hmm. So you're all in on the Titans, right? Oh, I, I don't see how you can take the Colts here. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, God, yeah, because and, and, the, the the Titans have positive matchups on both sides of the ball that should effectively break the game for them. Like it's going to slant the field for them in both sides of the field. Yeah, both I, sides was, of the ball. I was wishy washy. I was going back and forth. The 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 Vrabel is a home dog stuff always pops in my mind. I'm going to be talking to you about fire truck ladders that involve alt spreads. Mm. In this, you game. think you think this is where where. Uh, where Will Levis gets the deep ball back and connects in some of these. I I think there's certainly some potential when you sprinkle in a Gardner Minshew pick six. Like you can see it. Like maybe that's it. We'll build I'll build some sort of same game parlay around like that event, but pick six, couple deep bombs, Derrick Henry has two touchdowns. Next thing you know, it's thirty five to ten. Yeah. All right. You t- you sold me. I was I, and there's no flow chart we have to worry about because I feel like AFC well, South is always the strongest. I, I flow pulled chart. it up and you know, granted there's some Frank Reich in there who seeming like maybe a fraud, but I mean if you just <laughs> if you go back to I mean, if you go back to twenty twenty, they've covered uh five of seven, so or six of eight. Vrabel's a home dog, twelve and eight straight up, uh and seven and three. Uh, straight up since 2021. So home dog Mike Vrabel. Last doing time it, the Titans trigger. Last time the Titans lost to the Colts at home was 2020. It was the pandemic. Really? Yeah. So it's not quite a flow chart because it's relatively small sample size. A lot has changed for the Colts recently, but give me Vrabel. Not gonna do any sort of fucking around with that. Col- I don't think I've picked the Colts many times this year either. So full disclosure, but I'm on hmm. the Titans. All right, another lopsided game. The Miami Dolphins on on a back to back road spot here. They're heading to the nation's capital, Washington, coming off that thumping on Thursday on Turkey Day. Also looking ahead to a very late buy for the Commanders. We highlighted this uh, for both the Cardinals and the Commanders. Like, oof, not the kind of team that needs a buy week fourteen. Uh, Washington did underperform the spread last week by over twenty one. So they're also a close your eyes special, Sean. This is crazy, Washington. This is their fourth time being a close your eyes special this season. 
Um, let's see what else is there about this game. Miami's catching eighty percent of the tickets. Uh, could be a little bit wet, and uh, you know it's the same thing with Tua. They they beat bad teams. They they cover against bad teams. Miami seven and zero ATS against teams with a losing record. And um, Sean, I, I don't know if you saw this, but Jack Del Rio finally got fired for did. calling January sixth the dust up. <laughs> And Ron Rivera. That would be great if they included that in why he got fired. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the uh, the dust up thing. I mean, really throwing Ron Rivera. I mean, is Jack Del Rio calling the fourth and one plays? Because that's who deserved to get fired from that game. Not that Jack Del Rio is doing a good job at all, but I mean, whoever's I, calling those fourth and one plays deserve to get fired. I do actually kind of think that Jack Del Rio maybe did really suck, and this. <laughs> We have to observe that there could be some sort of change here. Now it could be a negative one, but I, and Miami has shown out against the best or against the bad teams, and Washington certainly looking like a bad team does feel like a broken uh, something every time I look at the passing chart for this year, and I see Sam Howell at the top of it. Um, how did we not get down on that? I have a Sam Howell MVP. I don't have a Sam Howell lead the league in yards. Yeah, I I don't really know what to think about the it's close your eyes special, so I you know didn't have to put too much handicapping thought into it. Always was gonna have have my plan. There's not any sort of weirdness with Miami's look ahead situation as uh, they they have Tennessee on deck in a Monday night spot. But Tua on the you know Tua on the road as a big favorite. I know he just covered against the Jets, but now this is a back to back road spot. Um, and in general, home dogs have been good. Home dogs of seven or more, 59, 36, and one against the spread since 2020. Eight and four, eight, four and one this season. And it's a close your eyes special. Um, I, I think you maybe see a little spark out of the commander's defense as an FU to Tua here. And well, Tua, I mean, I get it, they won and covered against the Jets, but man, there were some bad turnovers there. Yeah, I Miami's so tr- tricky because it's just a, a couple plays and everything's broken. Uh, Washington two and one as a close your eyes special this year so far, which is it's crazy that them them. There's been eleven close your eyes specials this year. Really, they're three and they're, they've had three of them, and this is their fourth. That's remarkable because it, it, yeah, and the fact that they're cut, yeah, I you got to got to take it, but. Always scary to, to be staring down the barrel of Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert. Is is Achan going to be back this week? There, is, I did put out there. Uh, you know, follow me on X at Kramer Centric. I did put out the injury report for the Dolphins as compared to the Commanders, and it's one of those where you're like, "Whoa, Commanders very healthy." Dolphins yeah, coming off the extra rest, Dolphins, coming off the fu Del Rio. Dolphins very very banged up, and the, uh, and the and the they just came off a game where they they beat the Jets by margin in a game where they probably shouldn't have won by that much. I mean. I, I had the Dolphins, but it was—I don't know—it's one of those games. So now it's going to be back-to-back covering of double digits. I think that's just a lot to ask of this team, especially a, a Tua who on the road a little bit different. I'm going to say uh, Sam Howell backdoors this. Yeah, I'll take Commanders. Four running backs and four offensive linemen. Uh, sorry, five offensemen, offensive linemen listed on the injury report for the Dolphins. So I, yeah, the, the, look, I, it, maybe there's a lot of fake stuff going on. I know, I know that's the new thing. You just uh, you you manipulate all of our minds with the uh, 
the injury report, but does seem like Miami could be a lot more banged up. And you know, in the grand scheme of things, with the the uh, the slide of all the other teams in their division, the Dolphins do are starting to work up a little bit of a you know a buffer, we'll call it. Hmm. All right, last game early, Denver, Houston. I think this has a a chance to be the sneaky awesome game of the early uh, window. Houston, look ahead three all the way up to three and a half. Now minus one ninety on the money line Broncos plus one sixty forty seven and a half is the total Denver has been crescendoing all the way. Uh, I mean, they're, they're in the playoff picture. That's crazy. They're tied right now for the seven seed, Sean. Oh my God. I, I mean, we were comparing Sean Payton to, to Nathaniel Hackett a couple months ago. And uh yeah, I mean, five straight, five straight wins. I, I just out of principle, don't we have to fade? Don't we have to look to fade them here? Uh, the Broncos? Yeah, yeah, but with the number, uh, yeah, and maybe I'm falling falling for that hook of like, oh, look at the safety of that little hook. That extra three and a half points feels pretty good. C.J. Stroud is a favorite. Oh, and four. Yeah, he hasn't gotten it done yet. And th- this Denver team, as much as uh, even Sean Payton seems surprised at their wedding, if you watch a press conference, he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I don't know." Uh, the, <laughs> what do you the think Broncos, the spread? What, what was the spread uh, preseason? Preseason, yeah. Uh, Broncos would have been favored by three and a half, four. Yeah. yeah, so seven and a half points of line movement. I love C.J. Stroud, but there is something where it's like uh, he's trying a little, maybe a little too much, trying to be Superman. I think Sertan and dude, this this since they got rid of the dead weight, the Broncos defense is good, and they they probably are going to have success. I mean, this Denver team is three headed running back monster. They're they're probably going to have success running the ball uh, if they want to against this team, this Houston team. Uh, if they're able to continue to do this, Sean Payton is a, an elite coach, and Denver like Russ is back. I I think that there's a lot of people that thought like they were going to find their way out of this contract, this crazy <laughs> mega deal. No, now they and, don't want to get out. And I don't know if if Russ maybe he's still out. Maybe maybe they get, they plays well enough to get traded. But you know, I hate that I looked at that preseason line because that does make it hard for me to want to lay the points. C.J. Stroud is a favorite, makes it hard for me to want. Well, lay and, the and just look at this Denver defense. They clamp down on the Chiefs. They clamp down on the Bills. And and as much as this uh, Texans offense has been interesting, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they also clamp down on the Browns, but no one really cares about that. But you know, Vikings they, they held the twenty points. Bills they held the twenty two points in Buffalo. Chiefs they held the nine points. Packers seventeen points. Uh, even the how did they e- give up seventy points? Even the yeah, I don't know. Even the even in Kansas City. They only allowed 19 points. Of course, the they did lose the the Jets 31-21. That was when they that was like when they stopped sucking. Uh, but yeah, I'm. But Sean, gotta lay a three and a half. You don't take the three and a half. I'm taking the three and a half. Give me the Denver Broncos, right, Ryan. I'll, I'll take my Houston Texans. I oh. I think it's a good. I Houston and uh, Atlanta. He's no, back I, to the winning ways. I think if I'm yeah right. All my all all the all the bangers. I I think if you're looking at the market and all of the things are s- swirling around that, 
it's like you, both sides, right? On one hand, Denver's also at a high point, Sean. Like they're at a low point when you compare it to the preseason, but they've also won five in a row. And so to think that they're at a high point, but they're still seven points lower than where they were in the preseason, that's insane. It's it it breaks my brain. So I'm just gonna lay the points with oh Houston God. and just again, simple systems, lay the three and a half. All right, late window. You know what? I want to talk to someone and have them explain to me why they flex Carolina Tampa to the late window. Wait, what? Why'd they do that? I, I don't know. It, probably because, however, the, whatever the rules are, why it had to be this NFC South game that c- clearly there's not going to be any national appeal here. Panthers, Dick Puncher already in the chat. Mike Evans touchdown ladder. Let's go. I I uh, saw producer Josh uh, bringing it to our attention that uh, I'm seeing a lot more ladder emojis out oh, there yeah. in the content game. That's uh, if they say uh, imitation is the greatest. Yes, form we have of ladders flattering. on our set. I got I'm sitting, uh, you know, two feet ahead of a rope ladder. Come on, what are we doing here? Yeah, take your shit seriously, motherfuckers. Carolina on a back to back road spot here. Heading down to Tampa. Not sure about Bryce Young's strip club habits, but uh, Frank Reich, he will not be joining the team. He's been let go. I don't know who else they fired on the offense. Deuce Staley and and, uh, fellow content creator Josh McCown. That's interesting to me because those guys, like everything you hear about Deuce Staley is positive. Everything you hear about Mm. Josh McCown is positive. Okay. But they still got Thomas Brown. Yes. That's good. How he kept the job. Seems like we might have so, a rat, Sean. Sounded like the locker room liked Thomas Brown and they wanted him yeah, to well, I don't know if I trust that locker room to make a true. choice on a coach. Uh, and, and, and so all of that being said, but Panthers back to back road spot, but the Bucks are getting seventy five percent of the bets because everyone is just in fade Panthers mode. Uh, and I don't I don't know if I blame them, and I don't think we're gonna get a coach bounce here because we've already seen the Thomas Brown experience. Yeah, but I still think you can get a coach bounce off Frank Reich. Um teams that have fired their coach 10 15 and 10 against the spread last 25. Also a nice How many match. of those teams had Bryce Young? <laughs> That's that is scary. <laughs> the slot. How's the slot? It's actually a great spot for the slot as the Bucks are really bad against defending the slot receiver Adam Thielen. I know coming off a uh, cold game for Adam Thielen, this could be the revenge game. And Baker Mayfield dealing with an ankle injury that he's pretty sore. Now we saw Kyle Trask <laughs> come in and look okay, but a banged up Baker as a big favorite that is that is tough to back. Bucks have won eight you know of the last ten, but I don't know. This feels. Uh, am I getting too cute by taking the Panthers? I saw. I got distracted. I realized. I. I get. Get me off the Texans. What am I doing? I'm a market guy. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, man. Yeah. Sorry, Texans. I can't do it this week. Uh, I think. I think that the in the gambling instincts in me want like everything is saying take. They're just screaming take Carolina. Yes. Lot of reds. If you if you have the uh, access to our sheet. That has uh, all the nice data points there of DVOA, offensive and defensive adjusted line yards, sack rate. It is, I mean, it's uh, you know, market, like a market says take Carolina. Rudolph's nose over here. Football, so red. football says don't take Carolina because all I can think about is Todd Bowles versus Bryce Young. Yeah, but 
Do we get any sort of bounce from the Panthers? I don't think so. Thomas Brown. Here, here's my take. What what could the bounce be? What what was so good in that game with Thomas Brown? He was averaging less points than Frank Reich. Like I don't care what the players think. I understand that I'm talking Nick, myself. Nick Fortune saying pass on this game. It's gross. LOL. What? We don't have that option, Nick. We owe it to the people to pick what do you mean, pass? every NFL game against the spread. I'll be chalky here. I'm gonna be chalky. You are? Yeah. I don't under I do a, like I do it's like a the divisional bus. road spot. The owner's crazy. The, they're making a special teams coach the head coach. Yeah. And and doesn't that sound like the Jeff Saturday formula or the uh Antonio Pierce formula where you're like, oh, this team sucks. They're not gonna get up for this random coach. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're believing in Antonio Pierce. That's what I worry about. Von Bell, Jeremy Chin, Johnny he Hecker. Be, maybe he's the next Steve Wilkes. So many people didn't. Practice. I mean, they had they had horrible quarterback play last year and still went on a run. Why? Because they started pounding the rock. There, there's uh, and and the way you beat the Panthers is by running the ball. The Bucks cannot beat the Bucks can't run the ball. So I, I'll I'll go Carolina Panthers. Maybe it's too cute. No, you're you're being sharp. Thank you. Ray. A lot of sharps. I saw we've got jo- jo- producer Josh put the knife on there uh, because heavy at you know action on the Bucks in bets, but the 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 big bets coming in on the Panthers. Ooh, big betters like Sean stacking the money green one twenty five on the West Coast. We already covered this, Sean. Oh, Ryan, but- before you get to that, uh, oh, you want to do? Just gonna remind okay. people in case you're tuning in late. You see the rundown. Well, we already we uh, check out the beginning of the show. We had Katie Mox on, where Sean just berated her for 15 minutes. Oh come on! And uh, was not a gracious host. Niners on a back-to-back road <laughs> spot, coming off that Thursday night win against the Seahawks. They head to the city of Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Eagles were minus one and a half on the look ahead. Now they're plus two and a half, plus 125 on the money line. Niners minus 150. 47 is the total. The move has certainly got to do with the just general um, banged upness and effort that they've had to put into some of these games of late. That all being said, as I met, as I mentioned earlier, uh, point spread is going to come into come into play here. I can't, I can't, I can't not take the the Eagles should not be a dog. The Eagle, I'll say that the Eagles should. I understand why they're a dog. They should not be a dog. There you go. That's the handicap. Katie was on the Niners, by the way. <laughs> I'm on the Eagles. Uh, Ryan, perfect time for our prize pick segment. Of course, go to prizepicks.com slash SGPN, sign up using our link and get a hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. All right, Kramer, let's put together a little entry here. I'll start with it. Jalen Hurts more <laughs> a half rushing touchdown. I think even as a oh. hater of the Eagles, you have to co-sign that that pick. They they call this the free square. Yes. Do you want to add something else? Maybe pro. Uh, well, Giants are on by, but it, who else is jumping out at you? I know we got the prop show right around the corner, but what else do you like? Here? I'll, I'll, uh, we're gonna go right over. I mentioned this point earlier. I think D Hop. Oh, okay. More uh, than fifty-one and a half receiving yards. That. It just seems it's the kind of game you look at the matchup. He's going to have a couple. He's going to have shots at some deep ones, and so it could be just a single catch or a couple. But I'm uh, and and uh, certainly 
you know, would love to kind of dive in and find some, uh, they don't have it. They're not offering anyone else receiving wise on the Titans, but diving in there. Oh, no, Kyle Phillips. I, I don't know who it, who it is, but there's going to be opportunities for soaks. So yeah, let's go uh, D hop there. Any other, any other matchups jumping out at you, Ryan, let's get one more for the good folks. Uh, Another prize what, what position, pick. what position? Give me a position. I mean, I would love to go back to our boy Fireman category. All right. So, um, do you like the uh, score angle? We we think in yards. I don't. I don't think I see him. Yeah. No. For whatever reason, Steelers are off the board uh, oh. right now uh, on Prize Picks. Let's see what else we got. Oh, I mean, if we can do Thielen, I know you're on the uh, you're on the Bucks, Ryan, but. Uh, Thielen. I mean, I like catches better, but I would still take receiving yards here more at sixty and a half. Okay. Fire. Uh, sure. They're resting them today. Yeah. Scheduled vet rest day. All right. So we got more Jalen Hurts half rushing touchdown. More uh, DeAndre Hopkins fifty-one receiving yards and more. Uh, why did I fucking hit that thing? Uh, more Adam Thielen. Uh, Receiving yards at sixty and a half, and of course, a uh, hundred dollars pays out five hundred, and of course, get a free entry, uh, free hundred dollars if you deposit a hundred dollars. PrizePicks.com/sgpn. Daily fantasy made simple, and of course, uh, we are also brought to you by Hall of Fame Picks. You're looking to optimize some parlays, of course, you are. That's why you have to use the revolutionary parlay optimizer that comes with Hall of Fame bets. That is Hall of Fame bets. Go to hofbets.com, download the Hall of Fame bets app. It's time to bet smarter, not harder. 30,000 people, probably even more. They've been running these uh, ads on our show for a while. I'm sure their their numbers are through the roof now, and who wouldn't want to make all their data research a little bit easier? You can start winning with Hall of Fame bets today. All you got to do is go to hofbets.com, use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or go to hofbets.com and use code SGPN 50% off your first month. If you don't like it, you can cancel, but you're going to like it. Uh, hofbets.com, promo code SGPN. All right, Sean. Last of the afternoon games, the Browns. Boy, Cleveland, what, what a. Uh, if only they had Josh Dobbs or a real quarterback. If only they didn't go after Deshaun Watson. They're heading to LA, or actually, they stayed in LA. They're practicing over in Westwood at UCLA all week. The look ahead was minus one. It's now Rams plus three and a, or Rams minus three and a half, minus one eighty on the money line. Browns plus one fifty five. Forty is the total. Uh, like we mentioned, back to back road spot for the Browns, and it does sound like. Joe Flacco is getting the uh, start, or at least getting the reps. Joe with the one. Flacco. Uh, I I will say you have a situation where DTR familiar with the UCLA surroundings. Uh, perhaps this was going to be a fun game for him to show out as the home the hometown kid playing all those years for UCLA. But everyone is. I'm hearing a lot of people, and you look at the market too, right? The number was mm. bigger, and now it's smaller. People seem to have this um, this take that Joe Flacco is an upgrade over PJ Walker and DTR. Yep. 
so again, I told you very limited on the content this week, Sean. Okay. How the fuck are they coming to that conclusion? Cause Joe Flacco had one great game last year. Yeah. I mean, and he won a super bowl. He's had a, he's a vet who knows the offense. He's a guy that can make some simple throws. Does he know the offense? Yeah. He's, he's uh, he's been with them a few weeks. He's a smart guy. He can pick it up. Crafty veteran. I mean, when, when is having a quarterback slowed down the Cleveland Browns from winning, right? Like they've won games with uh, DTR. They've won games with Deshaun Watson. They've won games with uh, PJ Walker. Like they Joe Flacco was bad five years, five years ago. I think that's that's harsh, but I'm pulling up. Uh, is PJ Walker good? Is DTR good? No, they're not good. It doesn't mean you can't win with bad. This Cleveland Browns team is built to win with bad quarterbacks. I was watching DTR pass the ball. I, I do wonder maybe he'll get cleared. They they can't really be starting Joe Flacco, and I I can't believe that people think it, it it's an up it, it's going to help them as a team. I think uh, I mean. Either way, I'm on the Browns, but uh, I would I think they're a live dog in this game. Uh, Miles Garrett's going to be out there. Um, Saw him jogging at practice too. Rams are really bad at guarding the tight ends and outside receivers. I think it's an easy, easy game for David and Joku, assuming he can hold on to the ball. But I mean, Cleveland is going to fuck up this Rams offense. Like the Rams really struggle with physical teams. Uh, that's why the 49ers have their number. Uh, and you just—that's why the Eagles beat up on them. Like they really struggle against good physical defenses, which is Cleveland Browns are. Um, and the Browns are actually pretty good against the slot receiver and the tight end. Uh, so Cooper Cup, who has been playing through an ankle injury, not a hundred percent. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball with Kieran Williams like they did last week. Tyler Higby. I don't see any of it. This is going to be a brutal, ugly slugfest. That the Cleveland Browns are going to cover, uh, possibly win outright. This is like a 17 14 game. So Joe Flacco shreds the Browns on September 18th of 2022, 26 of 44 for 307 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. We discussed it. It's one of, it was one of the, the 10 uh, 40 point quarterback games last year. They were so impressed. Uh, the following year, they signed him. And say you're going to be our quarterback in in ten days. Get to learning the playbook. I I understand why you would want to take three and a half. I understand why you wouldn't want to lay the points with the Rams in this situation. I can't do it. I can't hmm. take Joe Flacco. I I don't. I he played a game later in the season. Uh, he wasn't all that good. I understand the the quarterback play uh, hasn't been great, but the one thing those other quarterbacks had. That Joe Flacco doesn't is a little bit of mobility. I cannot wait to watch this game and watch how much of a statue this motherfucker. How quickly before he gets knocked out of the game? Maybe that's the best thing you have. No, then they bring in DTR, (laughs) PJ Walker. You know what? I'm laying the. I'm gonna lay the points here with the Rams. I I agree with a lot of your. I mean, he's on a short leash. This to me is just about the Browns' defense fucking up the Rams' offense. I like a lot of your takes. I do think I am intrigued to see what McVay can do uh, now. It does seem like he's the receiving uh, elements will all be there. I, I do like this offense with Kyron Williams, and I I do do like the idea of uh, fading Joe Flacco. All right, Sunday Night Football, great Jersey matchup. Why is this game not being played on Christmas? It's red and green. 
Makes you think about Christmas. Kansas City getting all the money. Not surprising because they're the Chiefs. 78% of the bets on a back to back road spot here in Lambeau. Could be wet. Green Bay, a little bit of extra rest. Feeling himself after that win against Detroit. Catching six points at home. Minus 260 for the Chiefs, plus 210 for the Packers. 42 and a half is the total. Kansas City now five and ten ATS on the road on the road after a win. Interesting angle there. That's an Andy Reid uh, eating extra food on the road trend. Brian, like I'm surprised I don't see the uh, eye emoji on the Chiefs for a look ahead. Yeah, why ah. you don't you didn't consider looking ahead towards the Bills? Uh, well, no, I I would say this is probably the ultimate insult. So don't let Bills Mafia hear that. This is probably well. Here, here is my factor. One, like I said, not a lot of time this week. Two, is it really a look ahead to a team that's not in the playoffs? It's true, but yeah. I, I, the Chiefs may be looking ahead. I certainly think they're gonna look past this Packers team, which I, I was certainly out on Jordan Love because um, he looked like shit. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. They looked pretty bad, but I mean, I, I think uh, maybe you shared it, Ryan, or I saw it on uh, X. There, you look at Jordan Love's first twelve games against Aaron Rodgers. It's comical how how in sync their stats are. It's win losses five and seven total yards. Uh, it's only off by like 52 yards. Pass attempts nearly identical. Both 20 passing touchdowns. Jordan Love 11 interceptions. Rodgers 10 interceptions. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers, but he's at least seen. You at least saw some stuff um, out of uh, out of Jordan Love, where you're like, all right, there's there's some hope here. There's a chance this guy might be the guy, which you really couldn't have said. Early on, now the 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 Chiefs or sorry the Packers are still pretty banged up. Would love to see them get Jair Alexander back. Would Very love to know up. if Aaron Ro- Aaron Jones is going to play. The Chiefs are pretty weak to the slot. That's actually one of their weaknesses. Jaden Reed uh, might have a little bit of a game going. This also feels like Jaden Reed's been good. Uh, that, yeah, those guys nice. off on this year. Uh, this also feels like a kind of ugly game where maybe you want the six points here. Uh, Dude, Maybe I'm getting too cute, but getting, I I kind of like Packers as a home dog. Yeah, I. So I. The, the problem is, is when you look at the matchup, it's like okay, so perhaps they get some guys back. Yeah, but like let, let's the game can go. Let's say the game flows like this: the Chiefs don't need to pass the ball a ton because you can run on the Packers pretty effectively. The Chiefs have been pretty decent running the ball, and Jordan Love. We've talked about how he's had time the entire season, and he still made a lot of bad throws. He had one good game last week. Everyone's starting to rant and rave about how he's 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 looking better. Blah 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 blah. The Chiefs are going to get like there's going to be heat in this game. He's going to be rushed, and and it'll be really interesting to see if all this like he's anticipating better and. He's doing. Let's see if that happens under fire because earlier in the season when he was under fire, he was dreadful. He was horrible. He was missing guys by ten yards, and so I think you can talk yourself into why there are situational reasons to take the Packers and the points here. The reason to not take the Packers and the points to me, it's still Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in prime time, and they're still trying to sort shit out on offense. Like this is not a team that's like, yeah, they're they're good to go. They are still sorting shit out. So, yeah, I don't and you're right. It is a look ahead game, but it's not a big look ahead game. It's not what it was. It's not. Yeah, I was going back. I, uh, the Bills are a floundering fish. 
<laughs> out of water right now. The fact that it's on Sunday night football, I think uh, Mahomes will get up. I'll take the Chiefs minus six. You talk me into it. How much red do we see in that crowd? We hear the modern Packer hmm. fan sells their tickets for the big game. Really? Wow! Over Colby's dead body. You don't think Kansas City fans would make the make the trip the trip up there? Hmm. No, they don't care. They're they won our they won their Super Bowl. I think we might be surprised. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna lay the points. I'll I'll be chalky once again. All right, last up Monday Night Football, Cincinnati, the Bengals. They head to Jacksonville. Boy, couple cats in the hot tub. There's a pussy joke in there. So Jags catching 77% of the bets laying nine points here. Minus three eighty on the money line plus 300 for the Bengals. 38's the total big, big spread for a smallish total to me. Jake Browning was like Jekyll Hyde. He had moments where he didn't look horrible. Then he had moments yeah. where he looked really hard. A couple of throws where you're like, wow, that was a great ball. And then I mean, uh, we were both on the Steelers, and there were so many throws where you're like, "Wait!" Like, I feel like his yeah. biggest plays were plays that should have been intercepted that they Jamar Chase caught and ran. the The issue is though, the Jaguars aren't necessarily great as home favorites. Um, they got they got a game coming up against the Browns. Maybe they look ahead. What is the Bengals' motivation? You know, you 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 had you lost. Um, you lost Burrow for the season. Now you're going on the road down to Florida, but they, yeah, the defense, I think, I think they're going to be able to get a pass rush. And now cam Robinson is out. Like why were the Jaguars struggling so much to begin the season? It was because cam Robinson being out. And also like, I, I'm still not sold on Trevor Lawrence. I'm just not way too many off target throws. This is an interesting nugget. And I don't know how much it, it uh, factors in here, but the Bengals are one in 25 straight up in road and neutral night games over the last 25 years. They're currently on a 16 game straight up losing streak in this spot. Their last win was in Philly in 2012. Also yeah. Bengals coach Zach Taylor, just four and 20 straight up without Joe burrow as his quarterback. A lot of that was just that, that, that crappy uh, first season, obviously, but I do think the Bengals have enough pass rush to make this a little bit interesting. So I'm going to take the Bengals plus nine. Yeah, but you nailed it, Sean. If they don't like, think about it. The, those two tipped passes, like, changed the game, and they should have been intercepted. We were on the Steelers. This Jags defense is pretty good. I wonder. So I, I think your instincts are to look at this game and say, okay, Jags laying a big number, Trevor Lawrence laying a big number. But what if, what if the defense just gets involved? Because they're not going to be able, like Mixon's not going to be able to run the ball. Here. Yeah. And then what? That's yeah, a lot of dink and dunk stuff to Drew Sample. I do think they're going to get some easy screen stuff to Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, part of me just thinks this number is too big, and I don't, I can't really take them as a big home favorite. Yeah, I I also wonder the motivation. I mean, I, it's a Monday night game, so that they have to be trying. I, I guess I'll take the big number, but I, you know what though? I, I much like uh, my guy Tommy DeVito. You, you know, Browning, uh, he's not been practicing with the ones the entire season yeah. until recently. So it, you're you're basically doubling the practice reps. Got to imagine that improves, and you do have Jamar Chase. I he like is the, really. I good. like the I like the release I saw on the throw. I'll give him that. He has a good release. No, I mean, nice there were strong some, release. There were some good balls he threw. You have to know when to come.
So yeah, you're gonna nine. be on the Bengals plus nine, right? Yeah, I'll take the point. I not definitely not gonna hear me say lock here. Yeah. I kind of feel like Sean's gonna make that his dog, but the Bengals. No, I mean the the uh, the fact that they were that bad uh in road situations uh scared me off them. So no, I'm not going to make them my dog. There's a couple uh I mean, I, I got one dog for you, Ryan. Is that maybe it's be a lock? The dog. We'll see. Uh, what do we do? Well, and, and of course, it is time for everyone's favorite: the lock, dog, and tease. Happy birthday, Ryan! And I, I forgot to announce uh, this week's Patreon Pick'em winner. Shout out to Kevin Caddock. Mm. Uh, he won an autographed uh, John Madden book that I will be getting him off of eBay. John Madden's uh, title of the book is uh, two. <laughs> uh, one knee equals two feet. So great. Uh, and other football uh, insights. It's autographed by John Madden himself. Ryan, what are we going to give out this week? What is this week's Patreon pick'em prize? Oh well, I mean, I I do like I I think we need to run we run need to run back another paper ticket. Okay. It's I mean it's it's the holiday season. Yeah. To me, the holiday Stocking system stuffers. is paper ticket season. So, do we? I mean. Do we? I did have to mail Kyle, who's a is uh, a is one of our uh, great listeners up north. Uh, hopefully his his paper ticket gets through customs. I don't know what's uh, going on up there. Well, did you write cash value zero? I did. Well, I, <laughs> they won't let you if you write zero. I remember in the shipping days, zero is a red flag. You oh. got to write one dollar documents. Uh, that's that's how you get through there. We'll see. So hopefully, Kyle, you got your. Uh, let us know that the ticket gets there safely. If the Vikings win the Super Bowl, and, and this uh, we'll, time we'll get that pick. This time I'll be doing the transaction at the window. Oh, okay. Not Sean. Yes. So, so maybe that, that affects you. your mojo. Either way, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to get signed up today. Ryan, what? you went first last week. Okay. Interesting because you know, we gave out some extra locks. We went Oh, Turkey Day locks. We went three and one on our Sunday locks, three and two for circa millions. Uh, neither of us hit our dogs. Is that something we are happy about? Do we, are do you we continue? To, three and two in circa feels like a, we run it back. Okay. So you go first again. I went first last week. <laughs> yes, that's what I just said. I'm just fucking with you, Sean. Okay. My, you like the bit. I like the the bit. We all like the bit. Well, yeah, and I re I do you it, it would ruin your bit if I don't react to it, right? Titans plus one lock. Okay. And uh let's see here. I let's go with the dog next. And I, I think I think that you have to so a couple dogs in consideration here. The close your eyes special uh, of the Cardinals is in consideration. Dog. I don't think that the Tomlins lose. Um, I think that the Denver Broncos are in consideration the way they're playing and the way that mm. CJ Stroud has been a But that was a late swap for you, right? It is a late swap for me, and that's why it's not in consideration. The Eagles. <laughs> you just said it was. The Eagles are also in consideration, okay. but they're voted off the island. You know what? Give me the Saints. Mm. This game's not going to make sense. Easy asked me to do it. Saints plus one seventy for my T's. All right, let's take uh unconventionally, let's take the Eagles up to eight and a half. 
What's unconventional? Though? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's a great tease. Pat myself on the back. Give me the Chargers to win the game. God help us all. And give me the Chiefs to win the game. Oh wow! Nothing's gonna go wrong there. Okay. Lock number two. I just keep I I just keep staring at Tampa and I keep telling myself, don't you fucking don't don't you dare lock that up. Mm. I think the uh the Tim Boyle experience is gonna come uh, crashing to a second loss as I'm back <laughs> on my Atlanta Falcons laying two and a half. Arthur Smith is back. Cordero Patterson's gonna score a touchdown this weekend, Sean. I'm playing the anytime. I'm feeling it. I wanna I wanna put uh Bijan. Tyler Algier and Cordell Patterson all score a touchdown this weekend. Mm. Parlay all three of those together. That's the card. All right. Interesting slate to say the least. It really is a, a weird weekend um, in terms of like spread confidence. Yeah, there's a lot that I kind of like. Uh, but yeah, I mean, give me the Denver Broncos plus three and a half. Oh. Uh, for my other lock, let's see. God, I, I really, I was just kept stamp. I'm, I'm going. I mean, I love, I love the Steelers minus five and a half, but the, is it bad juju to go against the close your eyes special ride? Sean, I, I love the Steelers too, but you don't lay this many points with Tomlin. Like we watch the games together every week and we're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You can't bet. You can't lay five and a half with that offense. Sean, I just feels I would never tell you to not do something, but going in against the close your eyes special with an obvious thing that's going to give you insane heartburn on Sunday. Mm. Do I take the Chargers? It's never easy. It just gets done, but it gets done by like three points or four points. Do, do I take the Chargers minus six on the road? Yeah, that that's uh, you know if if we're if we're going to be on a a chalkier side. I mean, I took my chalk in in the Falcons. Feel free to take chalk. Mm. I I don't I don't want to influence your pick. That's yeah, no, reality. I'm just I and man, I really like Cleveland. I really do. Is that getting too cute? Do I but also do I really want to lock up Joe Flacco potentially? I mean, you are really just juggling around some Joe Flacco, Kenny Joe Flacco and Kenny Pickett might be the same guy. Different stages true. in their career. True. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl though. That is true. All you're, that's true. You're searching for a lot. I mean, I can tell you this. I I would I had four four games in the lock pile. Yeah. What else was in your lock pile? The Bucks was in the lock pile. Yeah, I don't can't do that one. No. Yeah, the the other lock pile was the Chargers. Yeah, do I take char do I take the char Chargers on the road even though they're cursed or do I take the Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco? Give me the Cleveland Browns oh. plus 3 and a half. Let's go. And for my dog Give me the Philadelphia Eagles uh, on the money line. Hungry dogs run harder, run faster. They do it all. I mean, why are the Eagles a dog? This is insane. Yeah. They shouldn't be a dog. For my tease, Chargers is a pick. Could go wrong there. Uh, well, we both tease the Chargers. <laughs> uh, Tennessee up to seven. Solid tease, and then last but not least, uh, yeah, give me the Saints up to ten. Actually, eh, do I want to do that or the Jets up to eight and a half? Uh, as much as I like the Saints on the money line, I feel like teasing it is a dangerous. Yeah, I'll do. Uh, or do I really want to tease the Jets? No, I'll do Washington. 
up to 15 and a half. They'll, they'll hang around. So our locks, so our circuit millions plays, we got Tennessee plus one, Atlanta minus two and a half, Denver plus three and a half, Cleveland plus three and a half. Ryan, what is our consensus play? Uh, we, you know, we, we, we actually kind of disagree on a decent amount of stuff this week. I think it's probably the chargers chargers. We both kind of circled right. around it, right? Yeah. I, I almost locked them up. I'd say the chart. Well, where, the you're fact not, that they're a completely snake bitten franchise. Oh, you're, you're on the Panthers. Yeah. You, we, we can't bet on Bryce young this weekend, Sean. Good luck with that. Yeah. This feels like a good zag weekend, Ryan. Oh, you identified it early. Yeah. You said I'm going to be going against the chalky positions, but then I see a no, couple chalky positions. I didn't here. say that. I said be oh. aware there oh, okay. there are. I think there will be some devastating positions. Yeah. So of the chalk, uh, Dallas, we're against that. We're on the Chargers. Detroit, we're against that. Uh, I'm on the Falcons. You're against the chalk of the of the Falcons. Indy, we're against that. Miami, we're against that. I'm on the Bucks. You're on the Panthers. So basically, you went against the chalk 100. percent I did, except for the Chargers. Really? Yeah. Wow! I didn't realize I was that sharp. Hey, uh, a little too much. A little too much. What? Just a little too much. A little too cute. There's maybe a little, a couple too cute ones in there, but um, feel pretty good where I'm at. And uh, hey, guys, appreciate you always tuning in. And shout out to everyone that sent in their Spotify Wrapped. Like, a great reminder of how awesome our audience is and how awesome the support we got. Couldn't do it without you I guys. I was impressed by the amount of minutes it needed. You needed to get into the top one percent. Yeah, of fans. and uh, <laughs> we uh, tweeted it out over on uh, at Gambling Podcast on X. But a fifty dollars gift card to whoever tweets out the biggest Spotify Wrapped. I think the current winner is sitting at around what was it? Thirty thousand minutes. Thirty thousand or three thousand? Thirty thousand. Yeah, I think so because gotcha. I was doing the math and it was uh it was pretty bonkers. I you know, maybe it was a bot. Mm. Could have been AI. <laughs> Multi-threaded processing. Yes, I will uh yeah, just give me 2 seconds to pull this up. Uh I will say though, Sean, um specifically for your Eagles game, you got to shop. There you can or would you play? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because some people, I I get this question a lot. Do you play the plus three minus one twenty, okay, or minus one twenty five, whatever the juice is? Like, let's say there's heavy juice on the plus three, or you're doing my two and a half minus one ten. Uh, I mean, I don't plus three really just protects you. It, it gives you push protection. Doesn't, yeah, are you doesn't help you win? Yeah, so when you put money in. Uh, when you play money in a gambling game, or you're like, oh, I hope I get my money back. Or are you trying to win money? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm worried about my EV. I'm trying to win money, so give me the give me the money line for. I mean, if you oh, you, so you're not you're saying don't take the two and a half. Don't I was saying three versus two and a half. So you're saying don't take either of those. Take the money line. No, no, no. So I in that situation, if you think like, hey, this actually might be a one or two point win. Then I would just take the two and a half because you're you're the the getting it up to three for the push isn't as appealing. The honestly, the only time I'll occasionally buy points is if it's at three, uh, like lane three, three, and I get it down to two and a half. Especially, and maybe this is just the gambler in me, where if we pick it on the show at two and a half, and then when I'm going to bet it, it's three, 
and I'm really annoyed by that. And so I'll get it down to two and a half. Yeah, I think you. I think the the, the general rule is you don't buy onto a key number; you buy off the key number. Yeah, nailed it. That's because I'm smart. Sharp tip of the day. Uh, again, <laughs> toss us a nice rating review. Always we, appreciate that. We are on the tip of the spear. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green. He's Ryan. Speaking of which, uh, we're backing Vrabel this weekend, Sean. Kramer, let it ride. Dong. Terrific snatch.